It is Tuesday. And even though I'm not on air air, um, I did want to talk to Zell Huffman because we cannot go another week without speaking to our mindfulness guru, the, the author of Mindful Eating and the liver of mindful everything. She's on a Zoom with me. Hello, Zell. Hello, Danny Dears. How are you doing on this rainy Tuesday morning? I woke up this morning and I looked outside and I thought, oh, this English countryside weather. Everything is going to be green and happy. And I think it's the perfect, perfect time to talk about the recipe that you are sharing with us today. Like, the recipe is comfort food. Yes, 100%. And luckily, we can say, you know, the whole country is currently blessed with rain. So, you know, rain brings new things and new beginnings and clean pages. And I, and I always, you know, that's sort of when I see it rain outside. I, I don't see the gloominess of it. I actually see all that is going to come from it. And rain for me has got a very special meaning because sometimes we also have those storms inside of us, you know, the gloomy moods and things like that. And the sun is going to shine again. And the, even if you're lucky, there might even be a rainbow if you choose to see it. So, you know, when it gets gloomy outside, then just focus on the sunshine inside of you. And already, you know, you're just going to have a, such a, so much a better day in just in general. Speaking of raining and me, I'm looking out the window while you're talking, looking at the camera. And I've just noticed that I am going to need so many recipes with peaches because my peach tree, I think might fall over at this point from the <laughs> Oh, you know. Okay, well, then definitely next week we're going to have to make something with peaches. I'm claiming it. I'm putting it out there because oh, it's just such beautiful fruit. And there's so much you can do with it. I mean, I'm thinking peach cobblers. I'm thinking, you know, on the society. I mean, just because it's a fruit. People, when last did you actually grill a peach with a little bit of caramel essence and honey on the braai with a few mint leaves? And I promise you, <laughs> it's just absolutely gorgeous it's such a quick and easy way to have something sweet after you know a meal on the braai outside spending time with loved ones and just having an overall good time but investing that goodness and vitamins in your own body oh my gosh i'm so glad that because looking at this beach i was thinking the only thing that my oma would ever tell me to do is make jam and Izel hoffman is gonna die <laughs> No, actually, I cook jam um, quite often. The trick is, Danny, um, you need to, I, well, maybe that's also something we can talk about next week, but I actually cook like jam and all kinds of like, let's call it beautiful sticky fruit sort of jars that you can have in your fridge and then make use of it whenever. And peach make a beautiful one and you literally just cook it up with good quality raw honey and a drop or two of caramel essence. A pinch of salt also then just really enhances the flavor, but I, trust me, it tastes just as good as jam and because it's healthy you tend to go keep going back for more and more and more and it is guilt-free of course it's natural sugars please promise me that we can talk about this next week i am here for this i want to do this <laughs> i'm making you a very peachy pinky promise yeah. a peachy pinky promise. Okay. yes well i mean also a little bit sweet but not in the way that because in mindful eating is hoffman has 78 recipes that she flips on the head and they're all really healthy even if they contain chocolate sauce now i have once had fillet medallions with chocolate sauce but i've never had is hoffman's fillet medallions and these ones don't just have a chocolate sauce they're chili chocolate sauce but there is not a slab of chocolate in this recipe Zal, tell me about this recipe. 
<laughs> so, yes, you know, usually when you go to restaurants, there's or at a stage, you know, when you go to the fillet section, every single restaurant used to serve a chili chocolate fillet. And I was like, this can't be so hard. It sounds absolutely amazing. There must be a way to make it the anti-inflammatory, healthier version of that. And that's sort of where the inspiration come from for this recipe. Now, for our sauce, of course, we're going to make use of a tablespoon of olive oil. We're going to mix, mix a little bit of unsweetened almond milk in there. Both, of course, is uh, alkalizers and anti-inflammatory. Then we're going to sweeten it with some raw honey and and here is now where the chocolatiness is coming in, the two tablespoons, the heaped tablespoons of raw cacao powder. Uh, we're going to add a little bit of auric salt to it, some caramel essence, and then one teaspoon of balsamic vinegar. Now, I need to explain why I purposely went for all of these ingredients is because, again, red meat causes quite a bit of acidity. And yes, a really good piece of fillet can go a long way because it, it's just always a favorite. It doesn't matter where in the country you go, there's always fillet on the menu. And um, I thought to myself, well, what if you can enjoy a piece of fillet that is causing acidity, but you manipulate the acidity or neutralize it by making use of the right ingredients to create the chocolate sauce. And um, yes, like I say, olive oil, almond um, milk, the butter, raw honey, cacao powder, majority of these things are all alkalizing and anti-inflammatory. Um, cacao, of course, is so high in antioxidants, but it's also a fantastic form of calcium. And um, yeah, just overall, this is such a yummy sauce. Now, the trick, of course, where the whole chilliness comes in is to chop up one fresh red chili. Now, a lot of people like, you know, quite a bit of bite in the sauce and others only like a little bit of a bite. So I would suggest start by adding only half a chili to your sauce. And um, if you feel like adding some more, by all means, you can add the rest of the chili. Um, just, Danny, also something cheeky. This is also the kind of sauce you can pour over my sticky chocolate pudding. Um, you know, the, the, the sauce is, the recipe is somewhat the same. But uh, again, the sticky chocolate recipe in Mindful Eating as well, you can turn it into a chili chocolate decadence by adding a chili and a teaspoon of balsamic vinegar to the icing or the sauce of that recipe as well well but uh yes this is 100 comfort food it it gives a fuzzy feeling on the inside love when you cook with love and intent um you can feel it and you can taste it and i promise you if you are cooking for a loved one maybe for the rest of this week because I, I did have a glimpse at the the weather forecast and i have got a feeling it's going to rain for the rest of the week so if you feel like making a little bit of extra effort for that loved one and for yourself, of course, um, you know, with yourself, and then eventually that can overflow to others. Make this recipe, and you can thank me later. <laughs> I am doing this. This looks like because also I fell off the vegan wagon, so I can now experiment a little bit more with mindful eating. Um, and I'm going to um, not eat all the salami and the cheese anymore. It's also my Instagram. <laughs> yes. Danny, when you shared that photo with me, I was like, what has happened here? Where has all the pep talk for the last three months have gone out the window? <laughs> but uh, I like to say you fell off the vegan wagon. Remember, you know, you must always ask yourself, why are you? way and if you decided to go vegan for health reasons being mindful while implementing animal products into your diet is also still healthy just uh, remember that so don't be too hard
Just try this recipe. I promise you it's not going to disappoint. I'm definitely going to try it. Also, we, we don't only talk about mindful eating, we talk about mindful living, and you live mindfully. You can see it. You radiate health and, and, and happiness. And, and I know that it's not always the case because sometimes you're sore and sometimes you're tired and sometimes you're a human and you have emotions, but just generally you look like you're good. And I know that you work out every single day. And I know that a lot of us don't. And a lot of us have kind of let that fall by the wayside, especially with lockdown and not being able to. But I wanted to talk a little bit of, of, around the importance of moving your body somehow every day. Yes, of course. Well, Danny, for those people that think out there, I just work out every single day. Remember, I don't have a gym in my backyard, but I do have a backyard. Uh, for me to exercise every day does not necessarily mean going to gym. Uh, for instance, yesterday, I was unbelievably sore yesterday. I mean, um, low back was very painful. I was quite tempted to take painkillers, which I haven't taken for, for quite a few years now. So I always try and sort of I deal with the pain because your body is telling you take a little bit thing, you know, just take things a little bit slower maybe today because it is cold and my joints are sensitive. However, I didn't go to gym yesterday, but I did go for a walk. So in between the rain, I was outside and I, and I walked around. Um, even when I went to the shops, I actually park a little bit further. And luckily, there's things like basement parking. So by parking further, it doesn't mean you're going to look like a drowned rat by the time you get to the shops. Um, yeah, just so I still exercised yesterday by moving around and making mindful choices about okay, I won't be able to make it to gym today. I'm too sore. But by pushing a trolley all the way from the car to the shops, to me, it's like one of those, you know, I won't say a walking ring. Is that even the correct word, you know, that old people use? But I find a trolley always such phenomenal support, especially during um, cold weather. And the people that know me will know when I go to a mall, I always have a trolley, whether it's empty or not. I mean, for me, it's just a little bit of support to make sure if I'm going to be walking the distance that I do it the correct way. Because unfortunately, after my hip replacement um, and the extension of my right leg about four years ago, I had to learn how to walk again from scratch because my body sort of, you know, before the operation tried to go for different ways to move around, which means some of the muscles weren't really um, working the way they were supposed to. So I'm mindfully aware of how I place my foot and where I place my foot and how I'm supposed to walk to give me the best posture possible. And I often find that something as simple as a shopping trolley is really helping me quite a lot. So it's very rare that you will find me with only a shopping basket in my hand because, of course, the more you put in there, the more off balance you're going to be again. And um, then it defeats the whole purpose for me uh, when it comes to trying to walk like a normal person. So little things that we can do is while you were talking about shopping um, and off when we were, when just before we started recording, you were saying small things that I can do every day far away from the entrance of the shop or don't take the escalator. <laughs> yeah, well, nowadays, majority of places got the lift, the escalator, and then the stairs. So unfortunately, of course, I said stairs last because that is always people's last resort. But uh, for me, I always opt to 
see where the stairs are first and then I'll work it towards the other side because again people the more you move the better your blood circulation is going to be and for those of you um Danny like you sit with recording podcasts and in zoom meetings the whole day so you tend to sit a lot you know so make a point of having those coffee breaks but with that coffee break sort of don't choose the shortcut to the kitchen try and go the long way around you know um go and walk a few minutes outdoors maybe go and enjoy that cup of co- well that cup of coffee or tea or beverage or whatever you might be drinking, go and enjoy it outside in the vitamin D, a beautiful sunshine, if it is a sunny day, of course. But yes, mindful and mindful living specifically is not just about what is on your plate. It's also about what you listen to, how you move around, where you go about, and actually just how you look at everyday things. I mean, you know, something as simple as, you know, parking a little bit further from the entrance of the shop. Don't people by default always try and go and cram in in the first row of the parking? I mean, why is the parking always full closest to the door? But the the further away you go, the the more options you have of where to park. And to me, you know, when I see that, I I, I won't say like I feel sad for those that park closer, but I'm just feeling I'm making the right choice for myself to park a little bit further because I am exercising that just a little bit more and getting my steps in for the day. You know, and I think that that's, your whole mindful living ethos right it's not about going to the gym but just like you said about my vegan situation at the moment it's not about doing anything to the point of killing yourself doing it so it's not about cutting out everything and only eating chicken breast and broccoli and brown rice it's not about going to the gym six days a week for 30 minutes or 60 minutes a time and sweating until your shirt sticks to you. I think it's more about doing the small things every day consistently that will add up. No, 100%. But, but also, Danny, not everyone likes to go to gym. So don't, don't make you, you know, don't take yourself to gym to go and suffer for an hour. If, if weight training or something like that is, is not what makes you feel better about yourself, then don't do that. Go and find something that makes you feel like you actually want to go and do that. I mean, for me, exercise, exercise is actually a highlight of my day because if I had a stressful day, there's nothing better you know, for me than an hour with my, my earphones on and my own music and I'm just in my own little world and I can just switch off and uh, do what I love doing and afterwards I feel so much better. So that's sort of the way I see exercise, you know, so that's why I suppose I can go to the gym every day if I had the opportunity to do so. But uh, yeah, if gym is not for you, it's definitely, most definitely not the only form of exercise out there. Just by walking around and, you know, even being mindful about your posture and how you walk don't slouch around just you know keep that good posture make sure you give you put your steps you know the foot the feet properly on the ground because a lot of people also don't realize by walking the wrong way can actually cause a lot more damage than good actually so it's 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 all those things i think so many people take for granted because in high school just walking like a normal person was literally on top of my bucket list and I'm still not 100% perfect. I mean, on days when it's all gloomy and rainy outside like today, I am sore. I do have a bit more of a, a I call it my swag walk, to be quite honest with you, because I had to go and find a positive name for it. But yes, I walk with a little bit more swag when uh, it's cold and gloomy outside. But I do then, you know, just 
focus a little bit extra on making sure that I sit correctly, I walk correctly, um, I keep my posture, um, you know, as straight and perfect as possible because otherwise tomorrow, I think different muscles are going to be sore because they're overcompensated because of the cold weather of today. And I don't believe in just taking a painkiller for every for every symptom out there. I do believe if, if you can approach it mindfully, you can get around it without taking unnecessary medication every day. Okay, so you don't only live mindfully, you also live busily and you do a lot of things. You do you do some great collabs with some great, great brands. Um, what are you up to for the rest of the week on your social media channels? Well, Danny, this recipe um, for our fillet and dalliance is actually what I'm um, going to be making with Chef Graham tomorrow evening. I'm quite excited about that. Uh, hopefully, he will be in his restaurant this week because every week, uh, you know, it's a little bit of frustrations on his side. And again, it just makes me realize that everyone is going through a lot of frustrations at the moment. You know, it's in, in all workspaces. And then uh, over the weekend, uh, we've got Ignition again on Saturday. And uh, yeah, I started my home channel recordings for Real Health and also mindful eating inserts on Real Health. Uh, we started last week, Friday. I'm very excited for that. That's going to start airing from towards the end of November. And um, yeah, that's roughly about my week. Lots of stuff also happening with Land Rover that I'll be able to you know, tell you about in the next week or two. Or you can just follow my social pages and be on the lookout for that over there. And all of that is at Izal Hoffman on Instagram and Twitter and Izal Hoffman Lifestyle Chef on Facebook. But I'm going to tag her in all of it. Um, Izal, have a beautiful week. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Danny. <laughs> you too. Have a blessed week. And uh, yes, excited to talk to you next week again. Same time, same place. And we're going to talk some more healthy living. And peach jam. <laughs> yes, peach jam. Definitely. <laughs>